Hey folks, Michael here. I help Squatch produce the show. Actually, he kind of forces me to produce the show, but anyways, if you like the podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes. I would really appreciate it. It'll help the podcast get more visibility, help get the word out there, and all that good stuff. And of course, if you haven't subscribed yet, please do that as well. New episodes will be released every two weeks. Thanks, folks. Enjoy the show. Sorry, folks. I just need a second to catch my breath. I just got back from chasing down one of my interns. He escaped from his cage, and luckily I was able to stop him before he, you know, found a payphone and called the feds. My boy, am I winded. Whew. Needless to say, I'm going to have to take some precautionary measures to make sure he can never run away again. I'm Squatch Ronson, and you're listening to the Backwoods Radio Show. Great news, listeners. Mayor Mama has launched a new outreach program to help alcoholics in need. Now, y'all know Mama pretty well. Not only is she the matriarch of our little community here, but she's also the mayor of Dog Snout County. And if you aren't familiar with Mayor Mama, then you must live under a rock. Mama has been the town mayor for the last 86 years. She's 127 years old, and despite her age, She's still kicking. Well, perhaps still kicking isn't the most appropriate choice of words, considering the fact that Mama has no legs. Or arms, for that matter. But that just shows how much of a badass Mama is. As if fighting adversity as a woman in politics isn't hard enough, Mama has managed to do it without a single limb. That 127-year-old, 300-pound quadruple amputee is the glue that holds this community together. She sees each and every person in Dogsnout County as one of her children. And like any mother, she loves us all unconditionally. Recently, Mama was made aware of a new study that stated that 64% of residents in Dogsnout County suffer from alcoholism. And tragically, many of these people became so consumed by their alcoholism that they lost their jobs. And I'm sure we can all agree that if you're an alcoholic whose drinking habits are so extreme that it causes you to lose your job, then you have a serious problem. And that problem is, how the heck are you going to afford to buy more liquor if you're not making any money? Don't worry, folks, because here comes Mama to the rescue. If you're too broke to afford a trip to the liquor store or... If your family members are a bunch of buzzkills that keep hiding your bottles from you, then you qualify for the program. And what exactly is this exciting new welfare program, you ask? Well, I'll tell you. For the last six months, Mayor Mama has been on a very strict diet that consists exclusively of whiskey and tequila. 
By drowning her body in alcohol for six months straight, Mama has completely fermented her mammary glands, which means the breast milk that she produces is a whopping 75% alcohol by volume. So if you've got the shakes and need a little hair of the dog, swing by City Hall today where Mama will welcome you with open arms. Or rather, welcome you with open nubs, as, like I said, she is a quadruple amputee. And be sure to bring a couple of mason jars with you. But remember, Mama ain't got no limbs, so you're gonna have to squeeze her titties yourself. And if you're a gay man who has an issue with squeezing titties, don't fret. Mama's assistant, Bagman, the big fella with the potato sack over his head, will be happy to assist you. Mayor Mama's administration has always prided itself on supporting the LGBTQ community in any way that it can. But be advised, people. Having her bloodstream ravaged by this much alcohol may prove to be too much for Mama's beautiful wrinkled lump of a body to handle. Mama knows this full well, but Mama also knows that Daddy needs his medicine. And that's why she's decided to risk her own life to provide alcoholics in need with 100% free alcoholic breast milk. Because a good mother always puts herself before her children. In other news, Sheriff Bo has issued a countywide ordinance that states that anybody with rotting corpses in their crawlspace must dispose of the bodies post-haste. If you fail to comply, you will be slapped with a $200 fine. Now, whether you sprinkle those bodies with lye or boil them into a stew, it's up to you. But folks, you can't just stand by and do nothing while these bodies rot away. With all this heat and humidity, all of Dog Snout County has started to smell like King Pork's diaper. Now, I know y'all don't like to be told what to do. That's why you moved to Dog Snout County in the first place. Because you got tired of living by society's norms. You wanted to escape the clutches of the bureaucrats telling you what you can and cannot do. Don't murder your neighbors. Don't eat human flesh. Don't wear grandma's intestines as a hat. All those BS rules society just makes up on the fly. Believe me, I get it. But folks, this stench is getting unbearable. The fact of the matter is, if you're gonna store dead bodies in your crawl space, then it's your responsibility to take care of the odor that comes with it. Now I'm gonna take a little break here in a second to have some lunch. I'm a pretty frugal fella, so instead of eating out, I packed myself some leftover Italian today. At least, I think he was Italian. He might have been Sicilian. Or Greek. Anyways, I ate most of him yesterday, but doggone it, I just could not finish him. Seemed like a waste just to throw a pair of perfectly good feet away, so I put him in a doggy bag and that's my lunch for today. Anyways, I'll be back in a jiffy. In the meantime, I have a little ditty queued up for you. Hope you'll be here when I get back. The streets of Salem were a terrifying sight The witches dancing with the demons in the night Their evil minions watch the town while it's in bed Wish them dead, wish them dead, wish them dead Old Reverend Paris knew that something was amiss He felt the evil from a spiritual abyss He knew the time had come to purify the town Hunt him down, hunt him down, hunt him down 
time was wasted in assembling a squad. This pitchfork army on a mission sent from God. No witch was saved from Reverend Paris's brigade. Their crusade, their crusade, their crusade. Call the magistrate and don't you wait another minute. Cause this town is gone to hell if we don't put away the sinning. And we got no time to let a jury have their turn. Let them burn, let them burn, let them burn. crammed into a carriage on the square their faces battered and their bodies all were bare the reverend led them to an isolated hill time to kill time to kill time to kill one by one their necks were snapping beneath the cedar tree the spirits vanished and the demons all were free they dug a hole to hold the devilish remains they were slain they were slain they were slain Town was safe from all those wicked dissidents. They could continue with their life of innocence, dispensing justice from a higher power. the spirits and the bones their moans were heard as they were laying down the stones but the witches got revenge beneath that steeple bell they cast a spell sent the reverend to hell Gallows Hill by Josh Woodward. We'll be right back with the weather, but first, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Today's episode of the Backwoods Radio Show is brought to you by the Purgatorium. When you arrive at the Purgatorium, you will be relieved of your phone and all forms of identification. You will be taken to a room where a man in a hazmat suit wearing a bunny mask will bludgeon you with a hammer. This will affect your short-term memory. When you awake, you will find yourself in the middle of a forest. You will not remember who you are or how you got there. To your right, you will hear music playing in the distance. Your natural instinct will tell you to follow it. After walking for miles, you will find the source of the music. It will be coming from a radio inside of an old shack. You will enter the shack in hopes of finding salvation. You will not. All you will find is a board with two columns written on it. The columns will be labeled Returns and Escapes. Under the Returns column, there will be numerous tally marks. This indicates the number of times you have followed the music and returned to the shack. Under the escapes column, there will be nothing. While you are distracted by the board, 
the man in the body mask will sneak up behind you and bludgeon you with a hammer. This will affect your short-term memory. Your unconscious body will then be dragged to the beginning of the purgatorium. When you awake, you will find yourself in the middle of a forest. You will not remember who you are or how you got there. To your right, you will hear music playing in the distance. Your natural instinct will tell you to follow it. This scenario will repeat itself on an endless loop indefinitely, unless you manage to escape. There are two ways to escape the purgatorium. The first way to escape is as follows. You hope that the next time you wake up, you will choose not to follow the music, thus breaking the loop. This is improbable. Your odds of escaping in this manner are 7,476 to 1. The second way to escape is simple. You die. Even though I am telling you exactly what is going to happen and how to escape, you will not remember any of this. Nobody has ever managed to conquer the Purgatorium. Will you be the first? Call 1-800-PURGATORIUM to sign up for your own personal infinite hellscape today. Be sure to say goodbye to your family members, because chances are you'll never see them again. Use promo code OROBOROS at checkout for 15% off your inevitable doom. The Purgatorium. Get comfortable. You're going to be here a while. Welcome back, folks. Before we dive back into the show, I just wanted to address the advertisement that played during the break. Unlike most forms of entertainment these days, with the Purgatorium, you actually get your money's worth. You pay a flat fee of $20 to get in, and you can stay there as long as you like. Or, more specifically, as as long as it takes you to escape. I actually bought a ticket for my sister, Bigfoot Betty, for her birthday. I was so excited for her to try it out that I actually dropped her off there myself. That was nine years ago and she's still in there. Now if that ain't worth $20 then I just don't know what is. But I digress. Now this is the point of the show where I usually read y'all the weather report as I've been doing for decades. But starting today we're going to switch things up. I've hired a new correspondent to deliver the weather from now on. He knows a heck of a lot more about weather than I do given the fact that he was the creation of a nuclear winter. Folks, I'd like you to give a warm, friendly welcome to the one, the only, everybody's favorite half-man, half-alligator mutant, Gator Gary. It's cloudy right now with the current temperature hovering at about 92 degrees. The high for today is 93, and the low for tonight is 77. We're expecting severe thunderstorms on and off throughout the day. It's already been like a sauna around here, but these thunderstorms are just going to amplify that. And with heat and humidity comes mosquitoes, and they are going to be relentless this week. So I guess you could say that the mosquitoes will be out for blood. (laughs) That's right, Squatch. So be sure to pick up some bug repellent while you're out running errands, friends. I've already picked up a few cans myself. But Gary, isn't your whole body covered in scales? What do you need bug repellent for? Actually, Squatch, only 57% of my body is covered in scales. The other 43% of my body is still human. So I make sure to spray all of my remaining human appendages 
Put your stepping outside. That is actually a great tip for your fellow mutants, Gary. You hear that, folks? Just because you're not 100% human doesn't mean you should neglect the parts of your body that are still comprised of human flesh. Thanks for the helpful tip, Gary, and thank you so much for joining the show. No problem. Back to you, Squatch. If I'm going to be honest, folks, I was a little hesitant to hire Gator Gary as my weatherman. But I have to say, he did a fantastic job. And let me be clear, I wasn't worried that he couldn't handle the job. I knew he'd be great. I was just worried that if I brought him into the studio, that he might eat all of my interns. And then how would I run my show? But I have to say, he showed a lot of restraint. He only ate four of my interns. Well, four and a half to be exact, but he made sure to specifically only eat the lower half of that intern so that she'd still have hands to operate the sound mixer with. And I really appreciated him doing that. Now, we're nearing quitting time, but before we close out the show, let's take a call from one of our listeners. We've got a fella on the line with some advice you're not going to want to miss. We've been having a bout of severe thunderstorms as of late, and with thunderstorms, of course, comes lightning. Living out here in the middle of nowhere, most of us use satellite dishes to access our favorite TV shows or Russian snuff films. Now this fella, his name's Leslie, and he's going to teach you how to make yourself a lightning rod tower to protect your house from being struck. Leslie, you're on the Backwoods Radio Show. I'm excited to be here, Squatch. I'm excited to have you. Tell us about these lightning rod towers of yours. Well, Squatch, essentially it's a tower made entirely out of human bone. It's very simple to make, and all you need is about 20 to 25 human rib cages and a skull with a metal plate inside it. Leslie, I gotta ask, you know, human rib cages, they're pretty easy to come by. I mean, there are a dime a dozen in these parts. But how should my listeners go about locating a skull with a metal plate in it? That seems a little trickier. I'm glad you asked that, Squatch. So first off, you're gonna need to get yourself a metal detector. You can buy these on that there uh, Amazon, but if you like to support local businesses, I actually do sell these at my shop for just $19.99. As I'm sure y'all have noticed, most of the tourists that pass through these parts hang out at the beach. There's usually at least one group of them lying out there on any given day. So what you're going to do once you have yourself a metal detector is you're going to take it on over to the beach. Tourists won't think twice about you walking past them with a metal detector. They're just going to assume that you're looking for, you know, discarded change or what have you. But in reality, what you're doing is you're waving the metal detector over their skulls. And if it goes off, then you know you found yourself somebody with a metal plate in their skull. Okay, okay. So then how do you go about uh, acquiring the skull? Well, what I like to do is head towards the road that leads to the beach and lay a line of tire spikes out there. Now, once again, you can make one of these yourself by driving some screws through an old garden hose, but if you'd like to support local small business, I do sell these in my shop for just $19.99. Anyway, so once you lay your spots out on the road there, what you're going to do is hide in a bush until the tourist leaves. And when they go to drive away, they're going to hit your spots, their tires are going to blow out, and they're going to come out to see what happened. That's when you jump out of the bush and harvest their metal-plated skull. Now, you can use whatever means of execution that you want, 
but I would advise against using a sledgehammer as you don't want to compromise the integrity of the skull. I prefer to use a flamethrower as it not only kills the target, but it also melts the flesh off of their skull so you don't have to go through the trouble of peeling it off yourself. Kill two birds with one stone. That's, that's right, Squatch. Okay, so once you have the metal plated skull, how do you go about assembling the bone tower itself? Okay, so what you're going to do is you're going to take about 20 to 25 human rib cages and stack them all up. Now I recommend you start with the rib cage of a great big fat person on the bottom as it will help create a more stable base for the tower. Then you stack up the rest of the rib cages. Once you have your tower assembled, then what you're going to do is scale the tower and set the metal plated skull on top of it. Uh, you know, kind of like the uh, star on top of a Christmas tree. And uh, voila, you got yourself a lightning rod tower. You'll never have to worry about thunderstorms interrupting your Russian snuff films ever again. Good stuff, Leslie. Thanks so much for calling into the show. Uh, Squatch, can, can I add just one more thing? Sure, go right ahead. If y'all are having trouble assembling the bone tower, I do sell instruction manuals at my shop for just $19.99. And where is your shop located, Leslie? Let the listeners know. I sure do. Well, my shop is located in the outhouse behind that place. Wonderful. Thanks for taking the time to be with us today, Leslie. I, I really appreciate it, and I'm sure the fine folks of Dogsnout County appreciate it as well, and I think we're going to see a lot more of these bone towers popping up around town. Thanks for having me, Squatch. You take care now, Leslie. Bye-bye. Well, friends, it's about that time. I do hope you enjoyed the show, as I sure as shoot did enjoy putting it on for you. But before I sign off, I'd like to throw a few words of wisdom your way. Dress for the job you want, not the job you have. I know that's an old cliche, but it holds true to this day. I always dreamt of being a famous radio host. And look at me now. You want to know how I did it? 34 years ago, I broke into a radio station murdered the host, made a suit out of his skin, and I've been hosting this show ever since. The Backwoods Radio Show is a twice-monthly podcast produced by me, Michael LaRusso. If you enjoy the podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to share it with your friends who also have a fucked up sense of humor. If you'd like to support the show, visit patreon.com backwoods. Thanks for listening. Baby,